This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. Happy Monday, everybody. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Yes, I am your host. I am joined today by KNR Home Transitions for the first uh, half of this hour, which I appreciate very much. Catherine and Robin, we'll talk to them in just a moment or two. First up, question of the day, the answer to Fridays. Each year, works ranging from movies to music to books see their copyrights expire. How many years of legal protection do the creators receive? Answer is 95 years. Wow, that's a lot more than I that's thought. That's a lot more than I thought as well. So it doesn't apply to, of course, everything, but there's a lot of things that it does, so 95 years. Today's impossible question of the day. When squeezing and stretching an 11-pound lithium ignit, make sure I say that right, into a 6-inch wide foil roll that is used in making lithium-ion batteries, how many feet of that 6-inch wide foil does that one pound make? Answer that question. And by the way, it's a much, much bigger number than most people think. This comes from Jersey Joe, but answer that on the RushToReason.com website. And I would have, guys, there's no way I would have ever guessed how much you can get from that one six-inch wide foil roll. Yep, <laughs> that's definitely out of my sphere. And me too. That's not what I look at on a regular basis. Whenever so. I get a big question like that, I answer like Cliff Clavin <laughs> from that Jeopardy uh-huh. Cheers. Who are three people who have never been in my kitchen? There you go. <laughs> and you're again, you're listening to uh, Catherine and Robin Kane, our home transitions. I've got one quote, and then I want to get into talking about some of the real estate things that are going on. This, another listener sent. So thank you, by the way, for all of these. I, I do appreciate this. Ineptocracy. Ineptocracy, I guess I could say it that way as well. A system of government where the least capable to lead are elected by the least capable of producing, and where the members of society least likely to sustain themselves are rewarded for their votes with goods and services paid for by the confiscated wealth of a diminishing number of producers. God bless America. (laughs) Yeah, isn't that where we're at today, unfortunately? I'll talk more about that through the show, but... Uh, yeah, ladies, thank you. Welcome, of course. Uh, a little chilly out today. It is a little chilly. I think this chilly. is our last it day. It's supposed to warm chilly. up a little tomorrow. But yeah. Yes. Uh, now, how does I, all I that... I want to ask you something. Go no, Just go, go back to what you said before about the copyright. Yes. I was wondering, can you leave that in an estate to be inherited by somebody? Ooh, I don't know. That's a great question. I, I don't mean, cause know. I mean, because how many people are going to live to... By the time they've written something, they're probably going to be in their 20s. After so looking that would be through, over 100 and something. After it, looking through the questions, I would think that, yes, you can. Hmm, interesting. Okay. I would think that, yeah, after looking at the answers and how it's worded and so on, 
I would think you can, yes. I mean, because some of the Disney stuff, this was applied to. I I would think it applies to the item, not the person who did it, would be my guess. And this would, again, and Michael's not coming up on the... uh, Next up in our commercial block, but Michael Bailey, our, our, our uh, estate planner and the legal expert on that would be the person to ask. But, you know, this does how does this apply when it talk, we talk about real estate and things like that? You know, you guys are very good at helping people. It's why you're in our home transitions, transitioning at different times of their lives, depending upon what's going on. And when you start talking about, I know on your show, you're even going through some of this right now, because we talked about this before coming on air. On your own show, you're talking about some of these things when you've got folks that are getting elderly and you're looking at that transition and what do you do with some of those things and some of the heirloom items, which we're talking about in regards to that that copyright end of things. No, it's probably not going to apply to most of the things that you're going to clean out mm-hmm. of someone's home, of a loved one's home, if you would. But Okay, here's a question for you all. When and how do you start that process of, A, sort of identifying, okay, we've got a family member, could be aunt, uncle, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, could be anyone, okay? Let's face it, we're, we're living in days today where you don't have to be, by the way, in your 80s to have this start to happen. I've interviewed folks here on my Wednesday Health and Wellness Edition where you can start seeing folks in their 60s start developing dementia, Alzheimer's, things along those lines. So this doesn't have to be someone that's, you know, old per se. I, I know I'm getting there, but yeah, we all are. Okay, but point being, it, it's, we're not talking about people in their 80s and 90s. It can be, you can see some of those warning signs starting to happen prior to that. I guess it's a question for you. What do you look for in that world when you start saying, okay, we can see some things changing. We probably need to start looking at the realest things sooner rather than later. Yeah. Uh, actually, people that um, buy homes through us as well, we have a, what we call a record book, which is a comprehensive book detailing everything to do with all your assets and directions about if something happens to you, where you want that wealth to go, okay. um, about social media accounts, about investment accounts, about long-term care, okay. all of those sort of types of things. And even first-time home buyers who are in their 20s, we, we give them a book at closing and say, I know it sounds really stupid, but fill it out. If you have the time, fill it out because you never know. I mean, my my um, husband's brother had a heart attack at 45. You know, he has a wife and a young child. So you just never know what's going to happen to you in life. So it's best to be prepared for lots of things. But as you said, it's not when people get really old. And also look at medical history in your family. Those sort of types of things, you know, take note of that. Don't ignore it okay. and think, okay, how can I plan for that sort of stuff? And I think a lot of times people don't see things in their relatives um, if they see them all the time. Right. But maybe if you're a, a son or a daughter of somebody and you only see them every so often, those are the people who will really recognize that change. Because they don't see the change gradually. They see the drastic changes. Exactly, exactly. And okay. a lot of people, especially if your mom or dad is living with you, you're not going to see that. That's going to be gradual. So It's true. You know, don't ignore that input from another family member. Yeah, if don't blow that you off. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen to that. Take it to heart. Maybe even ask some specific questions. Well, what is it you see? Mm-hmm. What do you notice that maybe I'm not seeing because I'm yep. here every day? Oh, and then you know, some of that may be explainable. Oh, well, you know, that particular day there was a medication change, or mm-hmm. there was something else that maybe came up. Okay, great. If you can explain those things in that mm-hmm. manner, but sharing that to your point. Uh, you know, Catherine, going back and forth with that family member, I think that, by the way, that's good advice. Yeah. And 
I think there are, there are really two ways. We can talk about the very simple way, which is observation. Okay. So is the yard being maintained? Is the house staying as clean as you're used to seeing it? How are they dressing? Are they wearing the same clothes day after day? Are the clothes dirty? Are they getting forgetful? You know, at the mm-hmm. end, my mom called all us kids George because she didn't want to offend anyone by and she couldn't remember picking names. the wrong kid. Yeah, got, got it. Okay. At the end, I was a nice young man. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So you can look at that. And then if you want to be more technical, you can look at the activities of daily living, which are like toileting, feeding yourself. You know, are they having trouble with things like that? And then there's another group of activities which are called your instrumental activities of daily living. Can you feed yourself? Can you continue to pay your bills? Mm. Are you able to take your medication in the right amount? So there there are a number of different things you can look at, but I think the most basic is have things changed? Is their behavior changing? Is how they're living their lives different? Okay. Great. No, this is great advice. Now, what I want to transition to and we'll – the name can our home transitions <laughs> we'll take a quick break and come back but really what i want to transition to is okay we've people out there listening maybe they've identified they know okay we we know we're on a timeline now we can see mm-hmm. some things starting to develop maybe it's not exactly today that we need to pull the trigger on some of the things that are going on there but we need to be maybe more aware of them and where i want you guys to answer when we come back is as people now start to progress down a quote-unquote timeline can you guys assist with some of that and helping them with okay we know a timeline we know there's certain things we need to do with this particular property to even have it ready but we have to be sensitive to things that are happening inside that property now inside that home right now but you guys i'm assuming can help people out there with that timeline how do things fit together when do you do certain things and so on and I want to talk about that when we come back. Will that, will that work for you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, perfect. All right. Golden Eagle Financial. Speaking of finances, which Catherine mentioned a moment ago, Al Smith, Golden Eagle Financial, he can help you in a lot of these areas. And by the way, your home really does fit into this whole planning down the road when it comes to your finances. And that's where Al can come into play as well. So if you don't have a financial advisor, call Al. If you have one that you haven't heard from in quite some time, call Al. Golden Eagle Financial, 303-529-0720. Your kids need to start planning for retirement. Golden Eagle Financial and Al Smith can help them get started on their retirement plans now. A small amount of time and money today can make a huge difference for their financial future. Beginning at 20 versus 40 is not a linear difference. It's exponential. With compound interest, that investment will grow exponentially so your children can accumulate more money for a successful retirement. Introducing your children to retirement planning early allows you to set them up for a financially successful future and enables them to handle a financial emergency without relying on your help. Getting them started with a solid retirement plan through Golden Eagle Financial today will not only save both of you money, but can also create wealth for them down the road. Call Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial now. 303-744-1128. 303-744-1128. Or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. Folks, on days like today where it's this cold, our energy prices, we really, I think, recognize more so than even on days where it's hot, even though we're using energy, whether it's hot and whether it's cold. Days like today is really a reminder of that. And I don't know about everybody else, but prices have 
skyrocketed. Get with Alan Davis today. Find out what you can save when it comes to energy by, by going to solar. That's It's as simple as that. Find out from Alan what he can do. He'll do an assessment, come out to your home, and find out exactly what works for you. 303-378-7537. Every month is the same. You see the balance on your power bill, and you feel months worth of compounding anxiety around your cash flow, inflation, and now another electricity rate increase. Alan Davis with Solar Energy Partners has a plan to save you money and proactively ease your anxieties in the future, too. The first part of his plan is to help you lower your power bill with solar energy by about 40% over the next 30 years, usually saving you more than $1,000 in the first year alone. By choosing to work with Alan, you're making an investment that saves you money and stress for years to come. The second part of his plan to save you money is to help you get away from the big power companies that keep increasing your rates. The third part is to eventually get you into a place where you pay nothing for your electricity usage. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to learn more about how he can save you money on your power bill. Set up a consolation appointment today, 303-378-7537, 303-378-7537, or visit klzradio.com slash sun. All right. Roof Savers of Colorado, and I know right now you're thinking, oh, I'm just glad to be inside and out of the, you know, out of the cold and have a roof over my head. Well, when this goes away, which it will in a couple of days, if you notice any leaks or things happening even on the gutters, give Dave Hart a call. Roof Savers of Colorado, find out what he can do for you. Again, he loves to extend the life of your current roof, but he can save you money on the same time, at the same token, I should say, on a replacement roof if that's needed also. Find him at RushToReason.com or call 303-710-6916. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com today to ensure your family is protected. God, country, reason. Now back to John Rush. We are back. Canor Home Transitions is with us as well, which they're here during this first half hour of today's hour, of this first hour, I should say. 720-437-8210 is how you can find Catherine and Robin. And, and again, if you're driving and you miss any of this, you can always go to my website, RushToReason.com. They're listed there. Just a link. Click on it. It'll take you right to their website, KNRHomeTransitions.com. Or you can go to KLZRadio.com, and they're listed there as well. So if you need a phone number, best thing to do, just go right to either website, and you can find it all there. Okay, before we left that last segment, I asked you both, when it comes to folks that are out there, they're listening, they're thinking, okay, yeah, I know that I've got a window. I don't know. Maybe they know that it's a two-year window, let's say. I have no idea, but let's just say that they know they're kind of in the early stages of this. They're thinking, okay, 
we know we've got to get some things ready to go. Yes, this particular indiv- you know, this particular family member, you can see things to Robin's point a moment ago. Things are slowing down. We can sort of see that we need to make some transitions, if you would, here in the not-too-distant future. I know that timelines don't always have to be exact, but I'm assuming you guys can help with, okay, these are some of the steps in the next X amount of time that are going to have to be taken, because I'm assuming you guys can come out, do an assessment of the home where it is now, do we need to do some updating, painting, cleaning, whatever? I mean, I'm assuming you guys can really help with that whole process of here's where we are now, here's where we need to get to to make this thing really functional in the end and where we can make the sale the most effective things. You know, the, the, we, can, mm-hmm. we can maximize the dollars what I'm getting at. I'm assuming you can help through that whole process on how does that work, right? 1,000%. Okay. Yeah, and the, the first step I would say is you call us. Because, again, as you said, we can, we can start with that. The first thing we would do is we would bring our record book and we would have people start to take an inventory because you have to know where things are. you got to know what your resources are okay. or what maybe your shortfalls are where okay. you need help. Okay. And then from there, the next big decision is can they stay in the home or do they need to go elsewhere? And depending on that, we have a, a path with that. The other thing, and I'll let Kat talk more about those paths but critical 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 is you have to have open communications and you have to memorialize what your plan is okay it doesn't matter that you know john i love you you're my my favorite son i know there will never be an issue between us because you never know you know you could pass away you could right. have a health issue oh, no. i could yes, have yes, a health yes. issue there Definitely. could be a divorce yep. there are so many things that can happen and if your plans of how you're going to do things what your plan is isn't in writing it can all be great gone. point robin that is a fabulous point if it's not i told i told a client this earlier today if it's not written down it never was discussed yeah, now, you can have all these oral yep. agreements and all this other stuff, but the bottom line is if it's not written down, it was really never discussed as far as any court of law or anybody else out there. And I know, please don't judge me. I know there's verbal contracts and so on, but you guys trust me when I say this. Those are so hard hmm. to enforce unless there's many witnesses that don't have a stake in the game. Those are very, very, very hard because it just becomes a he said, she said thing when it's all verbal. To Robin's point, you've got to write that stuff down. Yeah, everything should be written and recorded and just get an attorney involved. It's it's so interesting yep. to me. You mention these things to people and they're like, oh, you know, lawyers are expensive and things like yeah. that. And you think to yourself, for the amount of money you spend, which yeah. is probably, I don't know, a thousand, two thousand, however it's, big it's your estate is, compared to the pain down the road, That's is right. it is it isn't it really worth it? And make sure everybody is included in the communication. Everybody has to be on the same page yes, as well. Agree. I mean, and looking at the plan, like you were saying, I mean, is how long can mom or dad live in their present situation? Are we able to adapt the home? Can we make the doorways wider? Is it easy to yep. put a ramp? Can we in? put railings in? Can we put a chairlift? Things, things like right. that. Because right. I mean, a lot of the time, people don't like to move out of the home. They like to stay there don't as long them. as they physically uh, yeah, can. Agree. And let's face it, most of the time it is something that's physical that moves them out of the home. I mean, I know obviously there's dementia, there are those sides, but 
on the majority of cases, it's people who physically can't be there anymore. Correct. You know, but mentally can't take care of it, can't they're, do they're all the things there. needed and so on. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes. Get it. And, you know, are you yep. even able to ha- you contact your local senior center? I mean, we can help you with that. They provide many resources for bringing meals and things like that to okay. help if you're in a situation where you can't be there all the time for okay. your parent or you're okay, struggling. So let's say that, that we are at the early stages of that and we know that we've got a couple of years and you kind of kind of see the mm-hmm. warning signs and the things you know kind of the writings on the wall if you would so we know we've got a couple of years where we've got certain things we need to do and i think ultimately let's say it's a situation where the family members know we're not keeping the house there's no siblings there's no one really that wants the house mm-hmm. even though parents think kids do most of the time kids yeah. don't yeah no, they don't <laughs> they don't want the house warning. everybody listening yeah. out there that might be on the elderly side no typically speaking your kids and grandkids don't want your house typically and, and they don't want all your stuff in no, it either most of the time they want to just <laughs> see that you know they want the good memories of you uh-huh they want to be able to, to robin's point box some of those things up memorialize them keep them and so on but mm-hmm. the reality is you know your heirloom from 1934 that you think is so great yeah, I, it doesn't sorry, hold the, the same the, sentimentality. Yeah, they probably don't look yeah, at it the no, same way. Not so, at all. bottom line, they don't want, in most cases, they don't want your house. So, the, really, what they want is, and, and really, in most cases, I, I know there's exceptions to this, but in most cases, they want your estate to be maximized dollar wise mm-hmm. through the sale of that home. And, and again, the best way to do that is to maximize those dollars, which means. You may have to actually spend a little or do some things to the home to actually get those dollars maximized, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're selling the home, I mean, most people like to move into a home as it is. They, they don't really they want don't to do the, a lot of work, and do, they don't have the time well, or the vision and one for other that. Thing, they don't have, I've noticed this through the years, and this is a whole topic probably we could get into as far as a show topic goes. Most don't have vision of what it would look like fixed up, so they want to buy it that way because they don't know what they can even do with it. People like to visualize themselves in the home as they walk through, you know, and And, and, that's the way it is. Green carpet from the 70s is not what they visualize. Or carpet in the bathroom. Yes, they don't visualize (laughs) that. No, thank you. Nobody wants the carpet in the bathroom, I can tell you that. They're looking way beyond that. And if (laughs) that's where it is, and some homes are that way, and again, not knocking anything. These are just things that happen over time. You're comfortable. You like your home Mm -hmm. and all that. That's great. But the next family may not. Yeah. And you need to make the home, correct me if I'm wrong, Catherine and Robin, but you need to make the home pretty universal to where any family could see themselves living in it. That's how you get your maximum sale, right? Absolutely. And I think also there's definitely more of a trend now. You see, even in the newer homes, they're putting in this luxury vinyl plank. They're sort of shying away from a lot of carpet in areas. And I think that's because, you know, most families now, they want something that's easy to maintain yep. and to clean since COVID as well. Yep. You know, all those germs that are normally in the carpet Pet place. Hair, all that. Way Pet easier. hair, dander, yep. uh, kids, you yep. know, all the that. whole lot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so no, people you, are, no I, you are very much yeah. on, on, on target on that. And yeah. carpet is sort of becoming a thing of the past. It's still around in certain areas of the home maybe. But your main living areas, uh, frankly, carpet is sort of going away. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Yeah, and I think that stepping back again, um, we will help them all the way from the standpoint of decluttering or if we need to bring in a state sale company we're working yep. with one right now okay. to clear the estate we can help people in terms of how do you prepare the person how do you help to extricate them from their hummel collection how do you 
do all of that from that transition of leaving the home to their next place. And making it a smooth transition so it's not like all of a sudden, oh, let's go for a ride in the car and then they end up at another place and... Great and point. that's it. And there's no going point. back. I mean, that transition, just taking certain key items with you, talking about it, you know, preparing them for it and everything you re- else. You guys really are more smoother. of the real estate counselors <laughs> helping through this whole process as, as much as you are agents, because really you, you are helping someone with a plan of, OK, we're here. Mm-hmm. We know we need to get the house sold and eventually completely transitioned out over a period of time. Through that period of time, we know there's these steps along the way. And no offense, it's a lot like me coaching businesses where, okay, if we want to be in it today but have it be self-managed in two years, these are the steps we have to take to get there. You're doing the same thing in this process, right? Yeah, and if you do that planning ahead of time, like we were talking about, like maybe having making some alterations to the home, you could do that over that time. Right. So that when it gets to that point, you're not... You know, have a big list like this. Yep. Your list might be one or two items that you might do before you can put it on the market. During that time. Exactly. Yeah. Much and, easier. And the other thing, too, when it comes to preparing the home for sale, we will go through and talk about, you know, if you, some people will say, well, you know, I want to paint the, the wall in the living room. Well, you know what? You'll get more money if you update the bathroom. So we will help Or maybe them. paint everything. Yes. And by the way, paint it a color that, again, is very neutral so the next family coming in can see themselves in it with whatever color wall they want. But initially, it's neutral. Yeah, it's not bright green. (laughs) Thank you. No, I've seen some of those. No, no, no. Heaven forbid, no. Well, it goes with the bright green shag carpet. Yeah. And while some of those trends may make their way back around, to Catherine's point a moment ago, that's not what people see themselves in right now. You've got to do it so that they can see themselves in it currently. And Absolutely. We, we will help people spend the money as mm, if it's our own. Great point. And, you know, there are little tips and tricks, too, that we'll work with. So, for example, one thing I hear cats say a million jillion times they'll have a window and maybe the the uh the seal is broken and people are like oh that's 700 bucks for a new window she's like no just call a glass company they can come in and they can change the glass so yeah. there and are a bit some of <laughs> very reasonable mm-hmm. ways that you can turn your house around and and make it look Really yeah, we're not talking good. complete remodels. Just yeah. what do you do to yeah, make that re- home the most sellable? Yeah. Remodels are yeah. expensive. I mean, right. let's face they it. Are. I mean, I mean, and I think sometimes there's. I mean, I'm not bashing anybody because I'm sure there's a lot of really good contractors out there. But sometimes, you know, especially when you're an older person, I think you know it's a bit of concern that it might be taken advantage of. I agree. No, and in some cases. You may not need to do that because, again, the next family coming in may want to do something completely different. But I I like what you said earlier. You still have to make the home where someone can see themselves in it. Even if they're going to remodel some things, fine. But they have to see themselves in it first or you'll never – you'll sell it but not for the maximum dollar amount, right? Well, two unique things that we've done also with a lot of these homes, we will actually write a book on the home. And so it's like, can you imagine your Thanksgiving dinner sitting here by the fireplace? And then we have done in some cases where um, a home is either empty or it's you have one room set up as an office and it can be a lot of other things. We will actually virtually stage it in different things. And we've had easels 
in rooms that say, look at it if it looked like uh, this, look point. at it did this, look at this, yeah, that's great. so that we can really tell the story of the house itself. All right, again, folks, KNR Home Transitions, if you're driving and you can't write this number down, just go to the website, either klzradio.com or even our website, rushtoreason.com. Most of you go there for show notes and other things as well. If you want to call direct, you can, and I'll give you that number, 720-437-8210. Again, 720-437-8210. And you know what? I'm going to switch this around, Charlie, because we were talking about estate planning and all those different things a moment ago. Let's do Michael Bailey next, just because it does fit into what we're talking about. He is our resource for what Catherine was talking about earlier, where, yes, get some legal advice. Have these things written out. Know exactly what you're doing and know legally it's correct and it's going to fit Mm -hmm. everything that you want. One thing I want to add also really fast before I forget you need to do these things when everybody around you is cognizant. Do yes. not wait until they're not, because it's. It, Michael will tell you it's much more difficult mm-hmm. when they're not about their quote unquote wits. You want to get these things done when everybody, to you guys, to Catherine and Robin's point a moment ago, can communicate. Everybody knows what's going on, and it's easy at that point. Do not wait until it's not that way, because it gets much more difficult. And again, Michael can walk you through. All of this. 720-394-6887 is Michael's number. It's not a fun topic, but Michael Bailey doesn't dwell on the darkness. He guides you quickly through a complicated legal process so you can move on. KLZ's mobile estate planner speaks multiple languages, so he's a good translator. Michael Bailey will explain your estate plan in plain English so you have the information you need to make clear decisions without spending a whole lot of time bogged down in difficult decisions. KLZRadio.com slash estate. Accessible estate planning. High Five Plumbing is next. Again, this is another number you need to keep handy. High Five Plumbing, because if you need anything when it comes to plumbing, it's High Five. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You should be flushing your water heater at least once a year. Scheduling routine maintenance with High Five Plumbing now allows you to be frugal down the line. Keep your operational costs down over time by ensuring your water heater is functioning properly. When you don't regularly flush your tank, mineral buildup can mean that your water heater loses energy efficiency, increasing your gas and electric bill. A water heater flush with High 5 is an easy-to-schedule service that is cost-effective in the future. With consistent maintenance, you can even extend the life of your equipment and stave off future plumbing emergencies. High Five Plumbing can save you money down the road with simple maintenance that you can schedule right now. Get on the books today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out a contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing. Make sure to mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and a wave service fee for KLZ listeners only. As we close out the year, we celebrate the victory of Roe being overturned. We praise God for the Supreme Court's decision to protect life and recognize that abortion is not a constitutional right. But what may be shocking to many Christians and conservatives is that we are in a fight to save the lives of preborn babies like never before in history. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, the pro-life ministry that is making a difference with love and compassion. Our mobile medical units called Stork Buses have saved over 11,000 preborn babies. But our impactful programs also focus on the women and men who face unplanned pregnancies every day. Our mission focuses on the preborn, of course, but we also ensure that moms and dads are empowered to choose life for their babies and not just survive, but thrive as parents. 
Visit SaveTheStorks.org right now and sign up to support our ministry with a gift of $35 a month or make a year-end tax-deductible donation. Your gift will make a difference. Go to SaveTheStorks.org today and make a gift of any amount. Thank you and God bless you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And yes, I want to thank Catherine and Robin both for coming in. Uh, K&R Home Transitions, cold day, but they are uh, willing to come in and chat with us, which I appreciate. And for a lot of you listening, that topic is very important. It's very difficult at times to have, but very necessary as well. And again, they are there to help you. And as you can tell, I I really hope you can see this and hear this in their voices. Uh, You know, they are not in this because they want the sale tomorrow. They are in this to help you make this transition proper, even if it takes a couple of years to get there. They are here to help you through this entire process. So I appreciate them greatly in doing that, and they're there to help you at whatever, you know, wherever you're at in life, whether you're looking to buy your home for the first time or you're at this level to where you've got a home, but somebody else in the family is looking to transition out of the home, they're there through all of this, really, from the beginning to the end, helping you all along the way. All right, Charlie wanted me to mention something, which right in my wheelhouse, so I appreciate him asking this, and that is with the cold weather that we've got right now, and I know it's going to warm up a little bit more through the week, but this will most likely not be our last cold spell. I kind of hope it is, but... It probably won't be, and a lot of you will still go places where it's still cold. You may go up skiing. You may go places where the weather still gets very cold and the temperature drops. How do you properly start your car? Great question, because there's a lot of misinformation that's out there, even coming from other news sources. I read some of this here probably a month, month and a half ago on different things that were said when it came to how you should start your car. Now, I will say that modern vehicles— What I mean by modern is the majority of what's on the road today, as far as our fleet age is concerned, we are 13 years of age or so on average for our age of fleet in the United States of America. Now, that's average. There's newer cars. There's older cars. But I will tell you that the majority of what I see driving around on a daily basis does not need that old go out, warm it up, let it sit for 15 minutes, And then off you go. Now, if you have the ability to do that and you can and you're in an area that will allow that and you want to get into a nice warm car, fabulous. Great. Nothing wrong with that, despite what some folks out there might tell you. Now, do you have to do that? No, you do not. Your car will still warm up just fine as long as you can see out of the windows. I'm a big one on that. Clean the snow off. Clean the ice off and the frost off if needed. Make sure you can see properly. I do think that having the car warmed up slightly, it doesn't need to be 5, 10, 15 minutes, but if you can warm the car up for two or three minutes before you start driving it, it will allow a lot of those things I just mentioned to start working faster than if you just get in it and drive. And please hear me when I say this. Your breath alone, not counting wet skin, wet hair, maybe you just got out of the shower, you hopped in the car right after, Uh, You know, if that's you and you've done that, you will even generate more moisture inside the car. And in doing so, you will fog the windows up that much faster. 
So having some things already up, running, ju- you know, get those juices flowing, if you would, the, the things inside the vehicle flowing will enable that vehicle to warm up to where the defroster start working sooner because that moisture in the air, just the moisture in your breath will fog the windows up. And if you don't have some heat already going, especially on a day like today where it was below zero this morning, you will have a very difficult time defrosting those windows once they start to fog up. Nothing worse than having fogged up windows where you can't see because it becomes very dangerous. Now, a lot of folks I know will have a terry cloth towel or something along those lines to wipe the inside of the window. Yes, you can do that. Not my preference because when you do that, it smears the window, and now you're washing the window afterwards because by doing that, you just smeared it, and you will see every place you wiped after the fact. So I don't like doing that. I would rather have the defrosters do the work, so I would like the vehicle to warm up a little bit prior, but you need to make sure that you can get where you're going so you're not in the middle of I-25 or I-70, and all of a sudden the windows fog up, and you don't, you don't know what to do next. That's very dangerous. You don't want that either. So I am one, despite what a lot of news outlets and other folks will tell you, I would rather see you sit in the driveway for three, four minutes, have the vehicle warm up some, get that defroster working to where at least the air conditioning is starting to work and it's taking the moisture out of the air. So a lot of you that are listening, maybe you know this, maybe you don't. When you turn on the defrosters of a car, most every vehicle on the road today has air conditioning. As long as the air conditioning is functioning, and it's important that it does for this very reason, the air conditioning will take that moisture out of the air when you're in the defrost mode. Every vehicle out there with air conditioning, when you turn on the defroster, runs the air conditioning. I know that sounds backwards because why are we running the air conditioning when we're trying to heat the inside of the car? Well, the air conditioning, even though it's on warm, or hot rather, it is still taking the moisture out of the air, therefore helping you keep the windows defrosted. So again, another reason why we want the engine to warm up even if it's for a minute or two, to get some of those things flowing so that as you start to drive, that air conditioning will work, in fact, and take the moisture out of the air. So, again, there's all sorts of articles out there. I've read them. I've talked about them on air where there's a lot of, quote, unquote, experts that say, no, 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 you're damaging the engine by having it idle in your driveway. Nothing, and I mean nothing, could be farther from the truth. Nothing is farther from the truth. You are not damaging anything by letting that vehicle warm up in the driveway. In fact, after everything I just said a moment ago, you're going to help yourself out more than you're going to hurt yourself by having it warm up a little bit to get some of those juices, if you would, flowing to make sure that we can keep the windows and other things inside the car defrosted. Now, will your car still warm up once you're driving down the road? Absolutely it will. And as I said earlier, gone are the days where you need to go out, set the choke, let it warm up for 15 minutes, and then get in it and go drive someplace. No, you don't have to do that either. You will warm up just fine by driving it, and that extra load on the engine will actually make it warm up a little bit faster. But I'm one also, again, as I said, I'm going to remind everybody, I want to see the vehicle a little bit warm before you pull out of the driveway because I know that just that natural moisture in, inside of you, coming out of you, if you would, the perspiration even, and you're all going to say, well, how can you perspirate when it's five below? You do. 
You do, believe it or not. There is moisture coming off of you. Even if you're just a little bit damp from getting out of the shower, you will fog up the windows just with your breath. And we want to make sure on a cold morning like today, you've got the ability to keep those things defrosted. Otherwise, you're going to be fighting it the entire time you're driving. And again, the last thing we want to do is wipe the inside of the window because we're streaking it. We're making a mess. It's more more of what you have to clean after the fact. And again, this is not going to last forever. We're only going to be in this cold weather for a couple of days. On the same token, you transplants to Colorado. I can tell you growing up in Colorado, I know others out there listening can as well. I've seen it get below 20 below zero in February. We're not to February yet. That's two days away. I don't want to make it sound like we're going to have that weather because I have no idea what's coming in February. I can tell you this. Every prediction of what we were supposed to have in Colorado for weather this winter has been wrong. We were supposed to have a warmer temperature-wise winter with basically the same amount of snow as average. We've had neither. We've had more snow, colder temps. None of what they predicted going into this winter happened. So what's going to happen in February? I don't have the foggiest idea, neither does anyone else for that matter. God himself knows. He's it. No one else knows. How cold will it get? I don't know. Point being, have we in the past had very cold Februaries? Yes. I can remember as a kid, again, having 20 below zero weather in February for more than one day in a row. It happens. Now, typically, will it start to warm up now as we head into the, into the later winter and spring months? Typically, yes. Although, again, I've lived in Colorado for a very long time. I've seen marches be extremely cold here in Colorado. Can it get below zero in March? Um, Not very often, but yes, it can. Folks, I've seen it snow on July 4th here in Denver. Yes. Now, not enough to where it's stuck to the ground, but I've seen it snow in July. So, these are just little tips. I appreciate Charlie asking because, again, there is a lot of what I would say they consider themselves anyways to be experts, but they do not give out the right information on what I just said and what I spent really the last seven or eight minutes explaining when it comes to how to warm up and start your vehicle when it's this cold out. Also, one other word of advice. If you have a battery in your car and it is over five years of age, even getting close to four years of age, replace it. Replace it. That battery has a lifespan. Extreme heat and extreme cold are the hardest things on batteries there is. Really quick, when it comes to EVs in this cold weather, I will tell you this from coming in. I came in from, as you guys all know, I went to Barrett-Jackson last week. was supposed to come home last night. Flight was canceled, so I came in super early this morning. Got to the airport about, I don't know, got to the car about 8 o'clock, and it was cold. Yes, very cold, and I drove my Bolt. I will tell you that on a cold day like today, I I went to the airport Thursday morning with a little under 200-mile range, 190-ish or so. Even by the time I got to the airport, it was just just about 190-ish, 185-ish or so. This morning I got in it, it was at 130. So I went from 190 to 130 just with that cold temperature from last Thursday to today. As I was driving, because I'm running everything I possibly could, seat heaters are on, the defroster's on, I'm trying to warm up because it was cold as you know what. Super cold. So cold you couldn't hardly get warmed up. 
So running all of that, two-seat heaters, wife and I, all of that inside the car. By the time I got on the Northwest Parkway, because I had to run over to Lafayette to, to my shop before I went home this morning. So on my way off the Northwest, or E-470, I should say, Northwest Parkway, E-470, by the time I got around to where Brighton is, I was at 100 miles. So I went from 1.30 leaving the parking lot at DIA to making it around the bend, if you would, on 470 to where I started heading back west again. So I went from north to west. And by the time the road bends around going back west again, I'd lost 30 miles of range. Now, still got home okay, no problems or what have you. But point being, does the cold weather really affect EVs? Absolutely it does. I've known that all along. Yes, I still own it. Yes, I still drive it. But that's the brass tacks on what happens with EVs. That, again, the news media will not tell you why. Because they don't know because they don't own one. I do. And, yes, I just gave you real-world numbers this morning when it was five below when I got in the car. That's how much range went away. Literally half of my range went away this morning with five below weather. Food for thought, not, again, not criticizing, just giving you the realistic expectations of what's out there when it comes to how batteries, EVs, the cold, and all that work. Absolute electrical heating and air. Again, if you've got any issues right now, especially with it being cold with your furnace, please call Absolute now. They'd love to help you out with whatever it is you have going on. 720-526-0231. When an unexpected emergency forces you to spend a lot of money, That can be a huge strain on your family. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will take care of you and your family no matter what. Offering peace of mind financing with a variety of options to meet your unique needs. Emergencies happen at the worst times. And because of that, when everything goes downhill, you're not always financially ready to make a large purchase. You should never have to question putting your family first. And that's why Absolute offers a variety of stress-free financing options. You can rest assured that fixing the problem today won't be a strain in the future. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air helps you meet your needs by keeping their home services affordable for you and your family. Easily schedule any service today at 720-526. 0231 or by visiting klzradio.com today and be sure to mention KLZ Radio and get a limited time $59 furnace tune-up offer for quality and service beyond compare call absolute electrical heating and air all right, you heard the ladies a moment ago, Kay in our home transition, Catherine and Rob, and I love talking to them just because we think so much alike when it comes to real estate, and I really appreciate all of what they do, not only for you know you as listeners, but all of their other clients as well. So anything you need when it comes to real estate, please give K&R a call. They would love to help you. 720-437-8210. You're nervous about selling your home because you don't know what you're up against. Cat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions get you up to speed on your competition. As your realtors, they'll drive you around the neighborhood so you can fully understand the competing properties in your area. K&R also actively monitor your competition using the NMLS, and they can even give you daily updates on any changes. Sometimes you'll even tour listings that are similar to yours, so you can see the differences in how updated the home is, the size of the yard, the floor plan, and other perks that may give you the upper hand for your listing. Get to feeling confident about selling your home with Cat and Robin. They know how to take the emotions out of stressful situations. Get two experts for the price of one and take advantage of your free consultation 
with K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. Your business probably overpaid on taxes in 2022. John Rush pays his wage in what he can save you in taxes. Accountants are not always efficient tax planners. And when your business doesn't have one, you need to utilize John's background of 40 years in the industry as your resource for business-first tax planning. John has been doing taxes for his businesses since his early 20s and helps ensure you're looking at everything correctly. You should be planning your taxes early and quarterly with guidance from someone who has years of firsthand experience on how to do it right. Avoid overpaying on your taxes this year and email John Rush now for a better tax strategy before the March 15th corporate tax return date at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And my wife reminded me that as that vehicle got all the way home, we went from 130, and again, I just live over in Golden, so went from Golden, or went from the airport to Lafayette back to Golden, which really isn't that far if you really want to get down to it. But by the time we got home, 64 miles. We had gone from 130 to 64. Keep in mind, I started at the airport in the 180, so I went from 180 to 130, and when it got home, all the way down to just 64 miles. So anyways, not not knocking anything, just giving you guys the reality of of how that works. So anyways, um, just, you know, kind of food for thought. All right, really quick, want to give you a, an update, too, on the Barrett-Jackson Auto Show. I said that I would do that when we came back today, and what I will tell you, and I really, A, wanted to go, A, because I'm a car guy, I love it, I love to see everything going on, and in what's happening in that world. Also, though, I wanted to go to see, economically speaking, what's the economy doing, especially when it comes to that end of things? Because, again, these are typically, you know, buyers. And, yeah, there are some buyers there. They're just, you know, regular type buyers, families. They're looking to buy a classic car, what have you. So, you know, there, there is a range of people that there. Yes, the high-end buyers are just that. You know, these are guys buying you know, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar cars, and no, they're not your regular run of the mill buyers. In fact, one of the highest priced cars went for, I think, close to three million dollars. So, yeah, these are very, very uh, different types of buyers. This isn't the guy going down to the lot on a Friday night to buy a, a Kia. Not one and the same. On the same token, I like to see what's the crowd like, what's the attendance like, how many people are there, because anybody can attend. You can drive down, fly down. If you're in the area down there in the Phoenix area, you know you can go to the show, and there's people that come from all over the place to go to the show. And that's also something I was interested in is, you know, what's the attendance like? Well, just a recap, record-setting attendance, record-setting cars that sold, and I did not see hardly a downturn in any of the cars selling. In fact, most of the cars, I was there last year as well, most of the cars and vehicles that I saw, saw selling this year were at a higher price than last year. Not necessarily the exact same car, but you know what I mean by that. The same series and type of car bringing more money this year than last year. So inflation has, has taken a hold there just as it has everywhere else. Typically, that's what you want in that world because a lot of folks buy those vehicles as an investment and they want that to go up. They are. I was actually shocked. 
I really felt like with all of the news media and the push around the economy and all of the folks that are, you know, are, are struggling, which there are, I get that. Uh, I will tell you, though, not there, not at that auction. Uh, I didn't see a single downturn in anything. It's an expensive event to get into. It's expensive to eat there. I mean, there's nothing there that's inexpensive at all, and yet they had record-setting attendance. So how does that you know, come back in and bear on the economy? I really don't know. I'll talk to Scott Garlis a little bit later in the week and sort of get some feedback from him on that. But what I will tell you is uh, there was not a single pullback one on people bidding, buying cars, and so on. Does that bode well for the economy? Does that say anything about it at all? Does it make any difference? Because these are people that typically do well, whether the economy is doing good, bad, or otherwise. Honestly, folks, I don't know. What I will tell you is, at least in that world, there is no pullback. None whatsoever. The same exact cars that were selling last year, types of cars, I should say, bringing more money this year than last year. You know, early Broncos, early Blazers, early Chevy pickup trucks, Corvettes, Camaros, Chevelles, Mustangs. I can go down the list. All of them doing extremely, extremely well on prices. About the only cars that seem to be struggling are cars that the older generation, older than me, enjoyed and liked. Outside of those era of cars... Everything else is super strong. And again, this comes back down to supply and demand, who's buying the cars, who wants the cars, how many of them are out there, and so on. I'll talk more about this on Drive Radio, of course, on Saturday. But I will tell you that the the auto classic car world is strong. There is no indication that economically it's, it's getting hurt any way, shape, or form. And if what happened at Barrett-Jackson continues to happen throughout the rest of the year, at least in that car world, things are fine. How does that, again, bode into, you know, how, how does that transfer into the rest of the economy? Um, I don't know, but it was actually encouraging to see, uh, really to see the attendance and see things like they were at Barrett-Jackson. I'll also tell you really quick, if you've never been to one of those events, wherever they're at in the country, well worth going. Whether you need to drive, fly, whatever you need to do, is it worth going to it? Even if you don't like cars, it's a worthwhile event to go to and attend. American National Insurance is next, folks. Paul Lewinberger, who, by the way, insures all of what I just talked about, whether it's a classic car, a regular car, your home, you name it, he can do it all. 303-662-0789. Think beyond the short-lived New Year's resolutions. Make long-term goals that stick with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. After reviewing your insurance, you realize that you want to save money, but you still need all your items properly covered. You don't want to make the mistake of devaluing the time and money you put into earning the assets that you're covering. Reward your long-term thinking and responsibility by working with Paul Lewinberger. His rebate program allows you to get back 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago, helping you stay accountable to the goals you're making now. Paul rewards longevity, so when you make sure your assets are properly covered and you don't use your insurance as a bank, you get to reap the rewards of your responsibility. Stop expecting instant gratification and create a plan that you can commit to. Call Paul with American National Insurance right now. 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. 
The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. When we come back, I've got some help from Georgia, uh, one of our lovely ladies here at the station that helps with lots of things, and she will help Charlie and I. We are going to give away some Paw Patrol Live tickets. It's the Great Pirate Adventure. It's coming to Denver this Saturday and Sunday, February 4th and 5th. There's four different showings. You can pick the showing you want to go to. We're going to give away five pairs, so two tickets each, five pairs of tickets, and these value anywhere from $40 to $90 a ticket. So if you would like to take someone you know that's near and dear to you to the Paw Patrol Live The Great Pirate Adventure. Stay tuned. We'll do that as soon as we come back here from the news, so don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. And by the way, if this is close to 7 o'clock at night, uh, we're not doing it at that point in time. This is a 4 o'clock only time slot that we're doing this. So we'll be right back. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.